Yesterday I mentioned the backward, backward step and I would like uh, to read something from Tara Brach uh, from his, her book uh, Finding Peace and Freedom in Your Own Awakened Heart. I found it helpful to think of existence, the entire play of sounds and thoughts and bodies and trees, as the foreground of life and awareness as the background. So she just uses the word awareness here. Different teachers use it in a different way. So what, I, what she calls awareness here, I call it natural, uh, natural awareness or pure awareness or non-dual awareness or unconditioned awareness or Buddha nature. So she says foreground, background. <coughs> This is a provisional teaching, because you can't really separate that which is aware from the object of awareness. They, are, they come together. You can't, divide, you can't take away objects from awareness. Uh, so pure awareness and conditioned awareness, they are not two different things. But it's a provisional teaching to make us familiar with the possibility that there is something else than conditioned awareness, what we usually know. Feelings, thoughts, sensations. That's where most of us just live in. That's it. In the Zen tradition, the shift from focusing on the foreground of experience, and that's we do all the time, almost. In the Zen tradition, the shift from focusing on the foreground of experience to resting in pure being is called the backward step. So this is just also one of the many words, pure being. Yeah. So this, this shift of focus from being hypnotized by your thoughts, feelings and sensations uh, into into the background. It's called the backward step in the Zen tradition. And she, she describes it a bit. Whenever we step out of thought or emotion, emotional reactivity and remember the presence that is here, we are taking the backward step. So whenever we step out of thought, so that is this going meta, some people never make the experience that it is a difference to think a thought and being identified with it and being aware of a thought. They don't know the difference. So, usually we have a feeling that our thoughts are incredibly important because they are our thoughts and we're thinking them and we can rely on them and we try to figure out things with them and we are identified with them. Uh, but uh, when you go meta, when you do this, uh, then, you, then you realize, wow, well, this is something which is just happening. It's not under my control and most of it is crap. Should I believe all of this? No. That would be stupid.
but whom to trust them. Pure awareness. <clears throat> Trust pure awareness. Essence love. So when we step out of emotional reactivity, and I think we all know that we have this capacity, like uh, imagine you have an argument with your partner and you're really heated up, and suddenly the phone rings and your boy is in school and has just has, had an accident. And the, the, this reactivity is gone. You shift into another state. And you connect with your heart and you, know, you, 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 you show your love and then you put, you put uh, the thing down. And then it takes about like, 20 seconds because you need to pick it up again. <laughs> what, what was it? What, what, we were, what, what, what were we fighting about? I, sorry, just a moment. I need to concentrate. <laughs> I, need to, I need to focus on the problem we have. So we, can, we have this capacity to step out of our reactivity in any moment. I'm not saying it's easy, yeah. So now you think, yeah, oh shit, yeah, it's true. But I try and try, but I'm so, I'm so glued to my problem. I, I just don't know how. I just don't know how to, how to let go. I just don't know how to not think this. I have not found the, I have not found the way out. So this is normal, and all you all you need in that moment is compassion. So she says, when we step out of our emotional reactivity, and remember the presence that is here, remember the presence that is here. So that is just another word again. So. What, what would she mean with that? So in our next meditation, I will, I will ask you that question. What, what does she mean with remembering the presence which, which is here? What, what is that point? What's the reference object of that point, so, uh, of, of that word? What is, um, what, what is she describing? She is describing an experience she has. And, and she, she tries to, you know, share, share this with us. Yeah? So, remembering the presence that is here. If we wake from a confining story of who we are and reconnect with our essential awareness. So, again, another word, essential awareness. Yesterday I said also innermost awareness. I mean, people come up with all kinds of words for this. So reconnect with our essential awareness. Reconnect with our essence. That which remains when the problem is gone. That which remains when a thought is just finished that which remains when I stop to speak. 
There's a gap. Mind the gap between the words, between the thoughts. Mind the gap. If you, if you just for a moment stop thinking now. One, two, three. <laughs> so, when you stop thinking for a moment, what is there then? What is there then is not nothing. But it's not something. Something is there, but it's difficult to say what it is. Because you, you, you can hear the next word. But in the gap, it's not that everything collapses and you are disappear or something like that. There's something also, when you stop thinking, when there's a gap, which can, you know, maybe, maybe it happens uh, kind of a bit when some of you went to the walks and through the nature, there's an amazing space and silence out there. And it's like, wow. Yeah. And it's, it feels almost like this, your presence or whatever you want to call it, pervades everything. It's not like there's a world out there and it has nothing to do with me and no, it's, it's not like that. We have a, a different kind of experience. It's a kind of more an experience of melting. Or a, 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 an experience of expanding. And people who have an intensive experience like this, they would say, They would say something like in a Zen poem, I, want, I went to the lake and to meditate until there was only the lake. I went to the lake to meditate until there was only the lake. I looked at the tree until there was only the tree. I was listening to Mozart and until there was only Mozart. And there was no separation between and Mozart. Essential awareness. Then, when our attention shifts shifts from a narrow fixation on any, on any object, sound, sensation, thought. And now this is, a, this is a very nice sentence. I forgot it. I have to memorize it. And recognizes the awake space that holds everything. The awake space 
that holds everything. The awake space that holds everything. We come to this realization when there is nowhere else to step. So that is the so when there is nowhere else to step. So you take the backward step until there is nowhere else to step. <coughs> now the first step to identify with the observer self, that's not the end. You can go a step further. You become aware of the observer self, observer self. And then there is nothing further to step into. Then you are merging into the source. Then you realize that you are the awake space which holds everything. You are the awake space which holds everything. We have relaxed back into the immensity and silence of awareness itself. We have relaxed back into the immensity and silence of awareness itself. So, this, it doesn't make sense to try to do this. It's out of your control. Uh, but it's going to happen. <coughs> when we die? That for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but the problem is, uh, if you are not cultivating a trust and a familiarity with this now, mm. you're going to freak out. Mm. And in this going to freak out, when you are kind of at the end of the death process, you are forced to make this backward step into the immensity of silence and awareness itself. But you are so scared that you freak out. And this freaking out makes you go on for the next opportunity. So one part of a non one one intention, one one reason for one reason for exploring this is that this kind of non-dual natural awareness meditation is one of the best preparation for death, because it's going to happen that everything which you think you are will be taken away from you. It, like it will all dissolve. Your, your name, your memory, your gender, all the nice things you know, your relationships, the places you visited, it's, it's all gone. It's all gone. It doesn't matter at all. You're not going to take anything of that with you. And then 
the immensity and silence of itself will dawn, will dawn. In the teachings on the death process, it's called the clear light mind of death. And that is your home, that is your refuge, that is who you are. This is the same when she says, the awake space that holds everything. That's the awake space which holds everything. It's not your awake space which holds everything. It's the awake space which holds everything. For this to make sense for you, or at least also on an intellectual level, you need to start to deconstruct the materialistic worldview. So if you still live in a kind of view that there's an objective world made out of atoms, then it's time that you read some quantum physics or you make a serious investigation uh, into what you what the map is you're using to explain reality for you. Yes. Yeah, here, here comes the, the word place. I don't. Maybe I misunderstand. But the place you say you suddenly there is a place. And um, this place there is a time. Uh, in in which way place? Oh, I, I I maybe I mis misunderstood mm -hmm. what what do you, do you mean uh, with with the awake uh, awake, uh, uh, awake place uh, awake space that? space awake space. space. Space, yes. Uh, yes, okay. awake space. Okay. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. But of course, uh, no, I don't know if I would ever use the word place. But, uh, you know, it's. It's difficult to talk about this in any, in any in any kind of language. Any every word you use is already too much of a, of something. So if I say home, for example, like coming home, yeah, that's a place, but I'm not talking about a place. But I know that, for me, when I say coming home, I have an emotional response to this. I have a kind of sense of what I'm talking about. And that is what I want to communicate with you. It's not like literally home. So it's more like, okay, what happens when I say coming home? And then different things will happen, of course, for different people. <coughs> and it's like uh, it's like playing. I'm playing with different with different words, with different illustrations, with different examples uh, to hit as ma as many of you as possible. So let's um, sit quietly with this. So now the meditation is finished. So this was the meditation. <laughs>
and now comes the just sitting around. Allow the awareness, the, the attention to slide into the body. You might want to focus in a bit on the breath or on your hands or your belly. Just to allow the mind and the body to settle. And you have the possibility of flexible awareness, meeting lovingly whatever calls for attention. And then the possibility of open awareness. Where you become aware of the whole field, including the space within which everything is happening. So now I invite you to bring your attention to your hands. Combined a bit with the breath. Notice the sensation in your hands, the energy in your hands. So the sensation in your hands, the vibration. <clears throat> but isn't there also presence? Isn't there also stillness? Pervading and beneath beyond the sensations. Isn't there also space, an awake space within which the sensation vibrate? If you have a sense that you are up in your head, looking down onto your hands, try to relax that. You are not up in your head. So feel the sensations where they are, not from above. And if you have a sense of the sensation of the vibration Look beneath beyond. 
isn't there stillness, isn't there space, awake space. And that awake space isn't it the same space which, with with which you are looking, isn't this isn't it the same? Deeper, go deeper, beneath, beyond. Isn't there presence? Isn't there awake space? Stillness. And I'll go to the end, to go to the end of that stillness. Deeper. Go to the boundary of that stillness. Of that presence of the awake space within which the sensation in your hands vibrate. out into your whole body and then I invite you to bring your attention to your ears the, the space be between your ears just a little bit connection with the breath and we switch channel to hearing Listen to the sounds in this room. Are there sounds coming from outside? stillness maybe you can hear some inner sound the sounds coming and going, but isn't there also something else? Isn't there also presence surrounding, underlying and pervading sound? Isn't there also an awake space, an aware, aware, aware space 
which holds all sounds. So now you go to the boundary, to the end of that awake space, which holds all sounds. Listen deeply. Listen far. So then focus out again into the whole body and now the next thoughts the next thought you're going to have the next the next thought you're going to have where will it come from look right there Wait for the next thought to come and look where it comes from. Stay like a cat in front of a mouse hole. Wait for the next thought to come. And where does it come from? Look. It must come from somewhere. But where? Where does it come from? Thought is something, right? So it needs to have a space to be. It needs to come from somewhere and leaf into something. So the next thought you're going to have, the next thought, the next mental image arising, where will it come from? And you look there.
And then we relax into the whole body. To open awareness and there's thoughts, sensations, feelings, smell, taste. But isn't there also presence? space which contains all. become aware of being aware.
this uh, move, this backward backward step, you can do with any kind of meditation. So if you do breathing meditation, if you do flexible awareness, yeah, towards the end of the session you can always make that backward step into the cognizant field within which the breath or the anxiety or the joy is being is being known. like the sky.
So now when we move out into the sun, you know, your body starts to move. You might maybe notice that your mood is changing. Um, you might feel you know, kind of a burden falls off you if you felt uncomfortable sitting here. Uh, so there's more space, maybe you, you will be able somehow to enjoy. So the content will change quite a lot. But what we are also curious about now is what remains the same. And what remains the same is the cognizant space which holds this whole system. This is not changing. You can move here, you could move there, trying if it's better here, trying if it's better there, trying to find the best space in relative. That's fine. I mean, of course, we do that. It's appropriate in a way. But of course, it's going to continue forever. You can do yoga all the time. You're not going to. You're not. You are not going to find the space where there is no hurt, where there is no suffering. It doesn't exist. From the Buddhist point of view, we have been doing this since beginningless time. But one thing remains the same, and when you are so busy moving around, you miss it. That is the awake space which holds it all, which is perfect, in peace, in the nature of love, undestructible, it's not impressed by all the movements, and it's for free. You don't need to pay for it, it doesn't need anything from you. It's that which is aware. So when you go out now and you move, you walk, try to be also a bit curious sometimes or allow it to happen. to recognize or to experience that which is not changing, that which is not moving. It's, it's like, it's, maybe it's, it's a bit like this. It's like The so it's like a shift when we use the metaphor from the clouds and the sky it's like a shift from the movement of the clouds into the vastness of the sky so before you were just identified and interested in the movement of the clouds and suddenly, there's a, there's a shift. So there's a shift, and suddenly, ooh, I'm not the clouds. 
I'm a bit bigger than that. And I don't change. I'm the awake space which holds it all. And I love the clouds so much. They are so beautiful. Forget what I said. <laughs> <laughs>